This is FoxCast OT, a podcast for clinicians made by clinicians. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Find out more at foxrehab.org. Fox colleague Crystal Mulligan, occupational therapist from uh, from New York City. Crystal, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Jimmy. How are you? I'm doing all right. We're just digging into the article that you wrote for us. Uh, you can find it at foxrehab.org under Fresh Fox content. The title of the article is How to Improve Home Care Using Everyday Items. This topic comes up a lot when people are saying like, I just feel like I'm in a rut. How can I get creative? I feel like I do the same thing over and over again. Clinicians are always looking to each other. How are you doing this? Or what are different ways I can do that? And you you pretty much eloquently summed up why that's important and how you can do that pretty creatively. Let's start with the reason why, especially when we're Fox clinicians treating in the home most of the time of older adults. We don't have a lot of traditional equipment. Why'd you start there? I think that's one of the most, as I put it, daunting things of being a home care clinician. I was personally a new grad when I came out. So on top of being a new grad, I don't have all of those typical things that you would think of in a therapy gym. So you really have to think on your feet. And I think that scares a lot of clinicians. We fall into patterns of this works, let's do this. Really trying to make your treatment client-centered and your patients will appreciate that as well as do much better. You not only say that, hey, listen, treating in the home, treating in an older adult's real life environment is not just as good at you. You pretty much said it's even better than using examples of I get to train with my older adult on the stairs that they will be working. Oh, they will be walking up and down every single day. What are some other examples of of you brought that you brought up in the article saying that this is an even better environment because this is real? Oh, I genuinely can't even imagine not treating in the home. Like, I think it would be so much more difficult to work in a therapy gym or a hospital, whatever the case is, because like I said, you you have to try to reimagine it. I will always just say to my patients on the first, the first session, like, listen, you might not think about something you're having difficulty right now, but throughout your everyday life, if something is going wrong, tell me, we will work it out. So a lot of times they'll start to tell me, okay, um, well, I was having difficulty getting this item. It's Let's go there. Let's go into the kitchen. Show me what you're doing and let's problem solve together how to make it better. I heard a great presentation when I was in PT school, which was, uh, yeah, you can, you can be working on stairs to nowhere in a gym. We've all been in, you know, facilities, rehab facilities where they have those fake set of stairs, usually three or four stairs. They're perfectly designed. They're very safe with handrails on both sides. And it's like that those stairs are those are fake stairs. I want to get on your real stairs. In the article, you do talk about something that is pretty relevant right now, pretty timely. And those are the items that you bring with you to every treatment session. And you actually go the minimalist route talking about bringing just the bare essentials. So talk about what you bring and why. I literally just bring my laptop stethoscope, blood pressure cuff, and a pulse ox. I do have things that I've kept in my car, but I haven't taken them out in months, especially now during COVID. We don't want to be contaminating items, bringing things, cross-contamination, avoiding all of that as best as possible. And then not to mention the carryover you get when you're using things in the house. 
because you're leaving it there. So you can tell them to continue to practice it or they can do it with their grandkids or with their children. That's actually something I got from in fieldwork. I did an early intervention and that's the model they operate. They're not supposed to bring in any toys or things like that because the children can't carry it over. But it's the same thing for geriatrics. You can absolutely bring in a dumbbell but you can't leave it there because you have it for someone else. But if you have a soup can or a cleaning product or lotion, those are things that they have to use every day. And incorporating that into your treatment makes it a lot easier. Yeah, I love that. You know, the timely the timeliness of, of contamination as we live with this uh, in this world of COVID-19 and how to be smart about it. And you're saying, listen, I go the minimalist route. And then you get to kind of be MacGyver and you got to get to be creative. And I thought that was the the fun and important part of, of your article and what you were sharing. What items can you use when treating in the home? What are some different things? And whenever we see clinicians talking to each other, as we mentioned a minute ago, sometimes you kind of get caught in a rut and you'll look to each other to say, hey, I've been doing this and this is working. And you watch, you watch those eyeballs and the eyebrows go up. Other clinicians, oh, I, would, I, I already, I can think of three people yeah. I want to work with and use that. So give us some MacGyver-esque ways, creative ways that you use items in the home in your treatment sessions. So one that I loved, I had a patient who was post-stroke working on gross motor coordination and he had uh, K-cups for the Keurig and one of those things that hold it in, right? The holders. So we had him progress from sitting to standing and putting the K-cups into those holes. So you give him a target and also now he has something he can do around the house to help out. Like when that has to be refilled, he's already practiced that. That's a task that he knows how to do and know he can safely do. Maintaining coffee supplies is vital. That is vital. <laughs> so let's go there. Very what else can you what else did you did you list in the article you can share? Cups are always my go-to. You can do so many different things with a cup. We don't have cones, so if you need something to step over, have a cup there. Making a glass of tea, a, a cup of tea, or getting a cup of water, working on your grip strength, doing different weights in terms of I will progress from like half a cup of water to a full cup of water because now we're bringing in balance. You really have to be careful when you're walking with a full cup of water, going from cold water to hot water. That's another task. So even the simplest things can be really beneficial. You know, I got to imagine that you probably got some of these ideas just talking with colleagues and and taking a listen and and being open and honest and saying, listen, I'm having I, I'm I'm having a problem. I'm looking for an activity upper extremity, and what do you got for me? What could I do? And the creativity just never ends. It's it just yeah. never stops. Absolutely. Any other uh, MacGyver-esque creative ways of using items around the home, those aha moments, something weird, something strange that comes up. People have, I mean, myself included, people have some weird stuff in our houses. Anything come to mind that you're saying, wow, I've never done this before, but I'll give it a shot. So recently my, my new favorite treatment is, is when we have pets in the house, (laughs) (laughs) right? So getting getting a patient to like reach down to their dog or throw a ball to their dog we've i've also did a really interesting course on medbridge recently it was balance challenge there's a three-part series and they came up with a treatment idea called bad dog where you're their dog you are the dog and they hold the leash and 
you're going all over the place and they have to work on their balance. And that's one of my favorite um, <laughs> treats this week. I tell my patient, okay, I'm your dog today and I'm not well behaved. Don't let me run away. <laughs> Anybody outside of the rehab world would think that what you just said is completely ridiculous, <laughs> but it's real. That is a real issue. I mean, if, you know, I've been there, you know, I don't have any balance issues right now, but my brother's golden retriever has almost taken me down. So this is something that, you know, reactive balance and how, how are you going to do that? Especially with that leash. This is a real, this is a real world situation. So mm-hmm. didn't expect us to go this route with bad dog during this, uh, this episode, <laughs> but I like it. Article available now, as well as a bunch of other resources that we like to create under Fresh Fox content at our website, foxrehab.org. Crystal, the, uh, the question we ask, we have a tradition on the show, is the foxtail. Why older adults? You mentioned coming to the practice here at Fox as a, as a new grad, but why older adults? What about that population excited you? I really love the idea of helping people to maintain their independence. I think it's a population that they themselves don't feel like they should have that independence because we've just been operated and taught from a young age that when you're old, you can't do it. So my, my favorite saying is, I don't care how old you are. <laughs> You'll get that all the time, but I'm 96. I don't care. <laughs> you can still do it. There is a way, if there's a way we are going to figure it out and we're going to get you to do it. So I, I love, love it. having that. And that goes right along with our mission at, at, at Fox Rehabilitation, which is, uh, you know, to abolish ageism. That's what uh, Dr. Fox says he wants on his tombstone. Here lies uh, Tim Fox, who abolished ageism. And uh, that's a great way to look at it. I don't care how old you are. We're going to work on the bad dog today. That's what we're Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. Uh, Crystal Mulligan, OT with us in Staten Island. Appreciate you taking some time to write the article and talk with us briefly about it. No, yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for listening to FoxCast OT, a clinically excellent podcast. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Fox clinicians work hard, love their work, and get the respect they deserve. Sound good? Then you'll love the autonomy to work in your own style and the support you get to achieve excellence. Plus, freedom and flexibility to have a personal life. Whether it's your first day or you've been around for a while, your contribution is acknowledged and rewarded. That's what makes Fox a success. Happy, well-trained clinicians make great healthcare. Are you a fit for Fox? Find out now at foxrehab.org.